0: slate of football. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: Welcome in. It is the final hour of the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you here live from the Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Next up will be Greg Peterson, He'll take you all the way to midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, featuring the Greg Peterson Experience. We're keeping an eye on Sunday night football, also recapping all the games from Week 9 in the National Football League. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs struggling on offense. Uh, the defense is doing their part right now. The Tennessee Titans haven't been able to do anything here in the fourth quarter, but they're still maintaining a 17-9 lead. Kansas City currently has the ball at about their own 40 40- yard line under eight minutes left to go in regulation and the Tennessee Titans are three and a half point favorites in the live market they were as high as five and a half point favorites in the live market but now with Kansas City moving the ball just a little bit they have dipped down now the Titans defense get a big play right there and the Kansas City Chiefs now facing third and long so you know that's kind of been the what we've seen really a lot in the second half here is Kansas City facing third and long Mike yeah,
4: I mean, the drop-back situation for Kansas City has not uh, been good. Uh, in fact, the pocket keeps collapsing on Patrick. Another sack right there. Another sack, or, or he's moving his feet. He's trying to scramble, make something happen. So, uh, and again, they're doing it with four. Uh, the Titans are doing it with four. So uh, great job there from Vrabel. Uh, getting everybody connected on the, on the same page that way. Uh, not so connected on the
3: same page there as on third and seventeen. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes escapes and runs for about twenty yards to convert the first down. The Tennessee Titans, the very best team mm-hmm. in the NFL on defense on third down, but they couldn't hold Mahomes. On third and 17, ran out of the pocket and ran it for about 20 yards. And sure enough, the in-game market responds, and Tennessee is down to just a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market as we go under seven minutes in the final quarter. And uh, you and I were talking about the Chiefs, by the way, right at midfield. We were talking about Vrabel's decision earlier. Uh, should he kick the field goal or, or what have you? It's exactly an eight-point game. So Kansas City obviously needs a touchdown and a successful two-point attempt to tie this
4: game up. Well, they got to get back into the red zone.
3: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> First of all, right? It's
4: been forever since they've been in the red zone. Yeah, or, or, or create a big play. You know, no Tyreek Hill. You wonder how Kansas City's going to create the big play because they still want to matriculate. Now, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a leading rusher. Uh, and primarily because he's scrambling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the holes against the Tennessee Titans. But for whatever reason, Kansas City, even at midfield, not getting to the rushing game. Uh, and they want Patrick Mahomes to win this game for them. But uh, Tennessee has a solid plan so far uh, for that situation.
3: Well, second and 10, and he completes that one to Valdez Scantling, uh, gain of about 14 yards there. So they are moving it uh, mm. and now uh, getting deeper into Tennessee territory, not quite in the red zone yet, uh, now under the six minute mark in the fourth quarter. He's had 48 passing attempts already, Patrick. Wow. Gosh, I, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even seem like that, Mm-mm. but you're right. Uh, and. and they just have not run the ball at all, mm-hmm. and the only guy that is running the ball is, like you said, it's yeah. Patrick Mahomes. He leads the team currently in rushing. That's not really a good thing, especially for this Kansas City offense, and he's been doing it because he's running for his life. They're at about the 38-yard line right now of Tennessee with a first and 10. He throws it for the 49th time right there, another first down for Kansas
4: City to valdez Cantling, and they're inside the 30-yard line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the holes in the defense, you're looking at zones – Uh, here's where Tennessee has kind of changed things up. You know, as you're getting the plus territory, you get around the 30 before you get to the red zone. Uh, So I think it's been part of the story. Uh, Now, what does Kansas City come up with? Do they start to run the ball here thinking that, okay, Tennessee is going to start defending some of the passing, but uh, who knows what Kansas City is going to do?
3: And I apologize, that was Juju Smith-Schuster on the receiving end of that catch. And uh, there's another first down. So they're they're starting to really move the ball. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, I want to say that's about three or four completions in a row. And uh, they are now into the red zone, again, trailing by eight points. You've got less than five minutes to go in regulation. They will need a touchdown and a successful two-point attempt to tie this ball game up. 17-9, currently Tennessee out in front. Let's take a look at the Jaguars and the Raiders, the Jaguars hosting Las Vegas. Of course, the Raiders stayed out east after being shut out by the New Orleans Saints last week, and it was another turnover for Trevor Lawrence to start the game. Max Crosby recovers a fumble in Raiders territory, and Las Vegas went the other way. On a 12-play drive that included six catches by Devontae Adams, the final one for a touchdown, and it was 7 to nothing Raiders. Just a three-play drive in the second quarter ended in another Derek Carter Devontae Adams touchdown, this time from 38 yards out, and it was 17 to nothing Raiders with nine minutes left in the second quarter. They were really rolling, responding off of that shutout. Travis Etienne got the Jaguars on the board with a one-yard touchdown run, and it was 17-7 seven Raiders with five minutes to go, in the second quarter. Then it was an exchange of field goals, 20 to 10 Raiders at halftime. uh, Jacksonville got the ball to start the second half and marched down the field for a score. Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk... From seven yards out, 20-17 to 17 Las Vegas. Travis Etienne rushed in for the Jaguars again, and Jacksonville had its first lead of the day, 24-20, early in the fourth quarter. Remember, the Raiders led at one point, 17 to nothing. The Raiders did, did force a punt, and they were down by four with the ball and seven and a half minutes left to go in regulation. They would go three and out and punt it away with six and a half minutes left. The Jaguars drive the ball down. They attempt a 41-yard field goal with three minutes to go. They miss it, and the Raiders have life once again. Down by four, but no timeouts. They go four downs and out, and this was really your ball game at that point. The Jags did uh, attack on another field goal late. They turned the Raiders over with under a minute left, and that was your final 27-20. Las Vegas absolutely dominated the first half. They gave it away with awful defense in the second half. After leading this game, like I say, 17 to nothing, 20 to 10 at halftime. Jacksonville wins outright as a two and a half point underdog. 24-20 your final game stays under the total, and the Jaguars snap a five-game losing streak. I tell you what, uh, as a Raider backer, I was a Raider backer in this game, but I think more so as a Raider fan, this is really becoming an ugly
4: season. Yeah, it is. I mean, expectations were very, very high for the Raiders coming off a playoff appearance last year. Okay, you bring in Josh McDaniels and guys won six Super Bowls as a coordinator, mm-hmm. albeit, uh, and you're thinking that, hey, you know what? The Raiders are on the right track here. Now, obviously, they're on the wrong track uh, during this losing streak against teams with losing records. Uh, Brady, this game illustrates perfectly how, when you look at it, uh, when you have a situation – of a team that can win the game, but a sequence of plays takes that away. Mm-hmm. So you you had – and I'm talking about game planning. <clears throat> so you you had the Raiders up 17-7, I believe, uh, and Derek Carr had a wheel route – or not a wheel route, a route to a running back out the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was wide open, and he underthrew it. Yes. And it led to three points in a field goal, so 20-7. to 7. And then Jacksonville, against that defense you mentioned for the Raiders – They go down the field and get the field goal at the end of the half. First half, it's twenty to ten. Right. Meaning Jacksonville has seized momentum. They're going to get the ball back at home to start uh, the second half. Right. Mm -hmm. If Derek Carr hits that running back out of the backfield for a touchdown, it's twenty-four to seven, and and maybe twenty-four to ten. But still, a two-touchdown advantage. Maybe, or is the momentum still on the Raiders' side, right. and they play defense, and they don't allow uh, Trevor Lawrence to scramble and get in the field goal range? Right. They were doing whatever what they wanted to do offensively in the first half. Exactly. Um, the Raiders. So that underthrown pass, meaning if it's twenty-four to seven, going into the second half, Jacksonville has to adjust and change their game plan. Mm-hmm. But down twenty to ten, you don't have to. And so everything that Jacksonville worked on during a week of practice, we're talking about a young team, they can still execute that. And that's what we saw in the second half. Jacksonville started to get better. They started to execute what they wanted to execute against the Raiders, and it worked because the Raiders couldn't stop that. And then on the other side, the Raiders just couldn't get any more offense. They couldn't get any more points scored, and therefore 27 to 20.
3: Interesting going on here in the Sunday night football game. There was offsetting penalties. The Kansas City Chiefs scored a touchdown. It's 17-15 mm-hmm. to 15 right now. Uh, they're going for two, obviously, to tie the game up at 17 apiece. There was offsetting penalties on the last two-point attempt. And now we've got a penalty on Tennessee for defensive holding on the second two-point attempt. Okay. So now I believe that will move the ball to the one-yard line from the two-yard line, and Kansas City will have a, another two-point attempt here, their third go at this. Again, trailing Tennessee currently 17-15. to 15. Uh, Yeah, you know, the, the Raiders, we talked about it on the Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz. Mm-hmm. Since 2014, 70, uh, since 2015, rather, of teams off of a shutout covered the spread the next week. And and I was on the Raiders. All my numbers said Jacksonville, but I felt the situation was so heavily in favor for the Raiders, who probably are the more talented team. We've been saying that about this team for weeks now, it seems. Um, But uh, I just thought that they were going to respond off of that shutout loss and and go win this game. And for the first half of football, I was like, oh, this looks like a winner. This Mm -hmm. is – the Raiders are rolling – Uh, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr are on the same page. You know, Devontae Adams had six catches in the first quarter, uh, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Everything was looking like what the Raiders were supposed to look like. And then I think most of all, I mean, you mentioned the the underthrown ball by Carr. uh, But the defense, boy. They, they just couldn't hold a nosebleed.
4: Yeah, no no sacks on on, on Once Trevor again, Lawrence. the yeah. worst team in the league in creating turnovers right. and sacks. Right, so there's something going on right there. I mean, Chandler Jones uh, not even close to being significant uh, for the Raiders' defense. They can't hold up on the back-end man-to-man coverage, so they're playing a lot of zones. Uh, so from an execution standpoint, the Raiders just can't execute, uh, and that's their problem. It, it's You can look at play calling. You can look at a whole bunch of other stuff, but it's the way that the Raiders try to execute again. Throw the ball earlier or throw it more on the line. Derek Carr floats more deep balls than any other quarterback I know. Yeah. And defenders can make up ground that way. Uh, And so that, to me, is just attention to detail, and Raiders are not doing that right now. Patrick Mahomes
3: runs it in for a two-point conversion, and we are tied 17 apiece on Sunday Night Football.
0: This is the Pro Football Blitz on VC, the Sports Betting
3: Network. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sports book for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Well, the Sunday night football game is now tied at 17 apiece. The Tennessee Titans got the ball back after the kickoff. Of course, Patrick Mahomes scrambles in for the two-point conversion to tie the game. They kick the ball off back to Tennessee, and they go three and out. And now Kansas City is going to get the ball back with under three minutes to go and have a chance to win this in regulation, making 47 Circus Survivor entries very happy as they have gotten back into this game all of a sudden. And it's very interesting, Mike, you and I were just talking about Uh, Two series ago, when Derrick Henry was starting to get going, they had the ball in Kansas City territory. We saw this live line get all the way to Tennessee minus five and a half, and it looked like they were getting ready to put this game away,
4: and all of a sudden things have changed. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that the Tennessee Titans got that conservative Mm -hmm. uh, in the second half. I mean, there's something to be said about going and winning a football game and not being afraid of your rookie quarterback making a mistake. Right, Um, so I I don't know what to say here other than the people that are on Kansas City, uh, 47 of you, and Survivor uh, feel pretty good right now because of the situation in the game about two minutes to go. This is right in Patrick Mahomes' wheelhouse. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Or at home. Harrison Butker has struggled a little bit tonight. He's missed a field goal and an extra point.
4: Yeah, but you wonder at this point, too, if – the Titans' defense in the pass rush is worn down a little bit uh, because the Titans' offense couldn't possess. I mean, four yeah. punts in a row. didn't give them much of a breather there. Yeah, four punts in a row, and now you go three and out after that long drive from Kansas City, too. So, uh, no, I, I, it, the momentum, the energy right now in, in Arrowhead uh, for that football team, for for the Chiefs, you know, this is a great situation for Kansas City. They should get good field
3: position as well as uh... – Tennessee punts it from their own end line, and uh, the Chiefs now on the return. Uh, No real positive yardage. They'll have it at their own 35. Uh, Less than two minutes now to go, a minute 47 for Patrick Mahomes with a full contingent of three timeouts. Uh, In the last segment, we were talking about the Raiders and the Jaguars game. Tell you what's up for these teams next week. The Raiders are hosting the Colts, Mike. (laughs) That ought to be a beauty, right? Uh, The Raiders, a little surprising, favored by five and a half points. Yeah, five and a half points. Uh, That's how bad the Colts are, I guess. Uh, And the Jaguars are at the Chiefs. Now, the line is not up for this game uh, because, obviously, the Chiefs are currently in action. But the look-ahead line was the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Uh, I I take it you're surprised by the Raiders laying fire. I mean, would you, are you looking to run to the window after the show on the Colts here?
4: Well, I'll give you the comments for Derek Carr um, after the game. Like, he wanted, he was at the podium talking about, I want to say some things right now, but I can't. Ah. Um, Yeah, uh, about what's going on and then he kind of mentioned in passing about the new coaches and and all new players and all this, so Mm. I mean, this Sounds was like a, a locker room issue. Well, Nate. this was a team that was supposed to band together. Remember that mm-hmm. they stayed in Florida and they worked hard and they were supposed to band together. But I mean, the comments from Derek Carr suggesting that the team relaxed after they got out to a lead and.
3: Well, I, I think that in. was evident. Yeah. But I, how, I saw Derek Carr himself laughing on the sidelines. It's like, man, you know, you, you got a lot of
4: football left, but then he's the one calling out. Yeah. It's, at the it's not good. It's not going to sit. Well, it's no. not going to sit. Well, no, um, so, yeah, I am shocked. <laughs> it's five. It's six now. I'm looking at What are at the six. odds
3: on Derek Carr being the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback in 2023? Um, I'd say it's a heavy favorite that he won't be.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Stidham is a guy who's worked with Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Right? But you would um, think they'll draft one. They're going to have oh, yeah, gonna Have yeah. a good draft. Uh, yeah, day. I mean, even for the remaining of the year, I mean, Derek Carr, I think there's an out to where his, his dead cap money situation is only about $5 million against the cap. If they cut him, uh, so I know he has a no-trade clause. But uh, you know, I don't know if they can get anything back from him. And then certainly, yeah. uh, Derek Carr. Which team does he want to go to? Uh, you know, it could. Which be, team wants him? Sure. Yeah. Which I mean, you know what? There's a number of teams that probably w- would want Derek Carr. Uh, you know, teams like the Colts. <laughs> yeah. The Colts would love to have a quarterback like Derek. Uh, maybe, Carr. maybe
3: the third time's a charm. Yeah. We, we've tried yeah. Philip Rivers. We've tried Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. We've tried Matt Ryan. Rivers was actually successful there. They, they had a pretty yeah, good year was. with Phillip. He Rivers. was,
4: he was. Um, they had a little bit more talent around them too. And, you know, a, a youthful offensive line situation. But um, I, I think, you know, I, there's a number of teams that would entertain uh, acquiring Derek Carr. Um, I believe the Kansas City Chiefs have a fourth and one here mm-hmm.
3: on this uh, offensive drive here again. In the final minute of this ball game, uh, it was the two minute warning when the Tennessee Titans punted it. And now we are down to exactly one minute left in regulation, tied at seven apiece or 17 apiece. And they've got a fourth in inches here. I believe they're in their own territory right now, Mike, oh. and it looks like they're keeping the offense on the field, going to go for this. They should be able to get it with just fourth and inches and then get themselves a little bit closer into Harrison
4: Butker uh, field goal territory. Oh, I was going I to say, I was at the game in Denver when Patrick Mahomes did a quarterback sneak and blew his kneecap out. Oh, yes, yes. I was at that game. Yes. Uh, and I don't see Kansas City, I haven't seen them run a quarterback sneak that often since right. then. <laughs> just want to throw that out there right now.
3: Yeah, no, I, I you, it's good. You jogged my memory there. I don't think I've seen them do it either, and mm-hmm. they get the first down there. They hand that to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire right at about midfield, and they convert the first down, and the uh, clock stops at 57 seconds, the first timeout taken there by the Kansas City Chiefs. So now just uh, over midfield into Tennessee territory, 57 seconds left, and Kansas City has a first and 10. Uh, let's take a look at the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Seattle struck first with a field goal, but Arizona came right back and got a touchdown. Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins for a 22-yard strike, and it was 7-3 to Cardinals who were a two-point favorite in this game at the close. Seattle came back the other way with a Geno Smith to DK Metcalf score, and the visitors were on top, 10-7. Arizona had a chance to tie it in the final seconds of the first half, but Kyler Murray scrambled and fumbled the football, so we went to the locker room with the Seahawks out in front 10-7. With nine minutes left in the third quarter, Geno Smith threw a pick six, and the Cardinals took a 14-10 advantage. He redeemed himself, however, with less than three minutes left in the third quarter. Smith hit Tyler Lockett for a nine-yard score, and Seattle was back out in front 17-14. Kenneth Walker then plunged in from two yards out, and it was a 10-point advantage for the Seahawks, 24-14, with seven and a half minutes left in regulation. Arizona came back the other way and got a Kyler Murray to Zach Ertz TD to make it a three-point game with three and a half minutes left to go. Kendall Walker again for Seattle from five yards out, and it was a 10-point lead once again. Arizona down two scores with no timeouts at the two-minute warning and that's how it would end. 31-21, your final. Seahawks win outright as two-point underdogs. They move to 6-3 and three on the season. Cardinals drop to 3-6, and six, and the game goes
4: over the total by a couple of points. Didn't look like it was headed for the over yeah. until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I want to highlight something about Seattle. Last week when uh, Lockett was having a horrible game, uh, they uplifted him on the sideline, and he comes back, and he scores a touchdown and catches a touchdown pass, and mm-hmm. uh, that helped the football team this week. Gino Smith throws a pick six, but they didn't flinch.
3: Right. He was outstanding, by the way, after that right. pick six. Right. But I think the,
4: he, I saw a graphic. I think he was like 10 of 12 or mm-hmm. something. The belief yeah. in selves or a belief in each other as teammates uh, and the fact that nobody's above anybody else and they all want to take the credit as a team effort, that kind of thing, that is so prevalent with this football team right now. And a credit to Pete Carroll for that, to be six and three with Gino. But Gino is not... The old Geno Smith, though. No. From 2014 when he had significant starts. This guy completed 76% of his passes for 275 yards against a team that knows him. Mm-hmm. Talking about Arizona, and right, they still couldn't stop that or slow it down. And they had to pick six, but the bounce back to two touchdown passes. And then, in addition, to run the football collectively for over 150 yards, that is tough to stop. That's balance. That is just hard to contain. I don't care who you are. And uh, I mentioned it earlier in the program uh, tonight, Brady, that I wasn't anticipating Seattle becoming a playoff team, but because of the fabric of the team and because of the culture, uh, this team is certainly turning into uh, a playoff caliber uh, football team. In fact, in terms of looking at the division even, even a wild card uh, situation for this football team, because they take this on the road. Uh, They have it at home. They certainly have a home field advantage. But you have a quarterback completing over seventy six percent of his passes in mm-hmm. uh, a critical, critical divisional game. I mean, that that just speaks volumes again.
3: Well, next up, it's very interesting as the Seahawks are in Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. But they go to the
4: Munich, Germany, I think, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, yeah
3: I, my bad. Um, they take on the Buccaneers in Germany. And the Buccaneers are a one-point favorite. Mm -hmm. Buccaneers, a short favorite in that game. Uh, The Cardinals are at the Rams, a division game here. And the Rams are laying three and a half points to Arizona. The Rams, of course, losing earlier today to those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll talk about that one here before we get out of here and pass the baton on to Mr. Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson experience. The Tennessee Titans force a punt. 35 seconds left in regulation. Tennessee on offense with a chance to win this. We'll update you when we come back from the break.
0: This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network.
3: Get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Get VEASAN pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl game, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Well, Mike, it looks like uh, we are headed for overtime here. The Kansas City Chiefs run the clock down to triple zero there. The Tennessee Titans had their chance with about 35 seconds left, and they went three and out. They punted it back to Kansas City. Uh, I'm not sure what just happened there. There was five seconds left on the clock. Mahomes threw incomplete to Travis Kelsey. Were they able to get another playoff, and then they just tried the laterals and all that stuff?
4: Well, no, Kelsey dropped it. So right.
3: Incomplete pass. So it stopped the
4: clock. So you got three seconds, I think. They threw the ball underneath the Hardman, and he had a lot of room to run. Because okay. the Titans were just playing deep. Yeah, and their time had ran out anyway. So uh, all they ha- had to do was wrap them up. Um, and now we have overtime. Travis Kelsey has 76 receiving yards. So he did go over his
3: prop <laughs> and, and kind of barely made it here. Yeah. Obviously, we're not done yet. Yeah. but. Um, he had, like, 41 yards, you know, midway through the first quarter. Yeah. That, and it looked like that that uh, proposition bet that Will Hill and I were talking about mm-hmm. before the game uh, was going to be over before halftime.
4: Yeah, he, he's he been uh, engaged into a mental game this whole game, like from the onset, from the start of the game. And, um, you know, he's gotten away with some stuff. Like, there was a penalty and a holding call on the defender, but they could have called hands to the face on Kelsey because he had his hands to the face on that defender and his face mask, and um, they didn't call Mm -hmm. it. They called holding, which led to Patrick Mahomes uh, scampering in for the two-point conversion, for sure. But that could have been offsetting again there. Uh, But uh, Kelsey gets some calls. He should. I mean, he's one of those premium players. Uh, But he's been affected mentally uh, in this game. So it does cash his over, though, uh, his player prop receiving yards uh, at 76 right now. Well, he's dropped
3: a lot of balls yeah, tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, couldn't hold on one to one that ended up uh, being intercepted by the Tennessee Titans. The Kansas City Chiefs, by the way, do win the coin toss. They will get the ball first in overtime. And, of course, if they score a touchdown, they will win this game. 47 Circus Survivor entries right now. Very sweaty and have been <laughs> throughout this contest. They weren't for about the first half of the first quarter or so or maybe even the entire first quarter, but uh, it's really been all Tennessee ever since then. Mm. Um, 17 apiece, and we're headed to overtime. The Kansas City Chiefs will get the ball first. Let's talk about the Rams at the Buccaneers. We're talking about the Seahawks in the last segment. They will face the Buccaneers in Germany, where the Buccaneers are a one-point favorite. But the Bucs scored on their first offensive possession, getting a Ryan Suckup field goal. And then Matthew Stafford... Found Cooper Cup on a forty-two yard catch and carry for a touchdown early in the second quarter, and it was seven to three Rams. Tampa Bay added another field goal before the break, and it was seven to six Rams at halftime. To give you an idea of how these two Super Bowl champs, these past Super Bowl champs have been struggling. First of all, you look at the total of this game, it was 42 and a half. That has to say something about these two offenses. Second of all, at halftime, they had a combined seven, three and outs between the two teams. It was the sixth time in nine games that the Buccaneers did not score a touchdown in the first half, and they began the second half with what? Yeah, another three and out. Los Angeles countered with a drive that ended in a field goal, and it was ten to six Rams with nine minutes left in the third quarter. Bucks get the ball back, another three and out. Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, however, they did get another Ryan suck up field goal to make it thirteen to nine. They force LA to punt, and the Bucks had a shot with a first-and-goal situation from the seven-yard line with less than three minutes to go and one timeout. They end up with a fourth-and-goal-to-go situation at the two-minute warning. Brady throws incomplete, and the Rams take over. They go three and out, and Brady gets the ball back again with 40, uh, 44 seconds left, no timeouts, down by four at his own 40-yard line. He drives it down inside the Rams' 20-yard line with 19 seconds left, second and three from the 12, 16 seconds left, pass interference on the Rams, first and goal with 13 seconds left from the one-yard line. Brady to tight end, Cade Otten, and the Bucks were out in front for good, 16-13, your final, a miracle opportunity there with 44 seconds left. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the game falls right on the number. The Bucs cover in some cases. There were two and a halfs out there for a big part of the week last week. Tampa Bay moves to four and five on the season. The Rams drop to three and five. Game stays under the total. Heck of a finish by Brady and the Buccaneers. And five games today. That was the fifth and final game today decided by exactly three points. Brady threw the ball 58 times.
4: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Um, 16 points. There you go. Uh, he and Mahomes and Rogers all yeah. putting up 50 burgers yeah. today. I, that's, that's what these coaches want from those elite players, you know? And, um, the thing about it though, and we've mentioned this earlier on, but here's another example of a Rams football team. Now, they can't run the ball. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a quarterback who's won a Super Bowl. Um, they have Cooper cup. They have unbelievable players that way. Uh, and they have a chance to win the game. Uh, because Scotty Miller drops a touchdown pass, oh yeah, <laughs> that floated hit him right way. in the face. Yeah, it floated too, which I don't know why you tried to let that ball beat you up that way, uh, Scotty Miller, but you did. Um, you know, when you look at that sequence of plays towards the end of the game, when it was 1:52 left on the clock and the Rams had the ball, what on their own seven-yard line, mm-hmm. uh, and you know you run the ball for no gain, Cooper Cup around the right end for five yards. I thought he could have got more. I, I thought he could have got more, he slid, um yeah, he did the
3: smart thing i mean you, you could argue like you say mm-hmm. he, he could have i think he could have gotten more too, yeah, um but he didn't want to be pushed out of bounds right, and so he gets to, he gets on the ground, he slides, and he ends up sliding out of bounds now the defenders were right there, they had to look at this one a little while hmm but the defenders never touched him and they let him slide right out of bounds so it stopped the clock.
4: That was huge. Another stoppage of time too, like you mentioned. So third and five, Brady, and you run the ball for one yard up the middle and you can't run the football. Yeah. You have Matthew Stafford. You traded mm-hmm. for this. You got guy. Cooper Cup. You got, you got Alan Robinson. Cup. You just won a Super Bowl. Why do you get that conservative knowing that you're gonna punt the ball away just to give another opportunity to Tom Brady?
3: You know what? Uh, we saw both of these teams really struggle on the offensive line in this game. Right, right. Um, there was pressure on Matthew Stafford all day long. There was pressure on Brady all day long. Uh, you know, we know that the Tampa Bay offensive line is, is very beaten up, mm-hmm. and injured. We know not only injury, but also retirement and, mm-hmm. and, and other things affecting the Los Angeles Rams offensive line. But uh, that was certainly one thing I noticed in this game, and, and it led to uh, a lot of the lack of offense for both teams. They, they just couldn't protect.
4: Well, I, but give or yourself, run the football. Or run the football. But, again, give yourself a chance. I mean, you're going to run it for one yard that way, uh, which is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think when you have players or playmakers like that who won a Super Bowl, by the, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, give them the ball. Uh, give them the give them a chance at least i mean I, I think tampa had one more timeout anyway after that third down situation so uh whether or not it was incomplete uh tampa could have stopped the clock but the the point is have the mentality to go out and win the game uh, instead of be that conservative that way and and even without timeouts uh tom brady goes down the field uh and gets the job done that way with a touchdown which you know if you're the rams and another reason why there's no excuse for Sean McVay here um, you know your defense with uh, Jalen Ramsey. You're not going to play cover two with him on the outside. Maybe if you put him on the inside, you can roll up corners and play cover two, but you're playing so far off. uh, And yet letting receivers get free releases and then Tom Brady still with a strong arm, getting the ball to the outside and those guys getting out of bounds. That was a big key too, though. But if Cooper Cup gets that first down, the game is over. Oh yeah. If I, I, if and he if he stays in bounds, yeah. It, I mean,
3: if he if he is, I mean, he made a smart play, but the the defenders uh, made an even smarter play by by not touching him for Tampa Bay and letting him slide right on out over the sideline. Yeah. Um, had he stayed in bounds. Um, That takes at least another 30 seconds. I mean, maybe Brady ends up with 15 seconds and no timeouts Mm -hmm. instead of 44 seconds. But uh, certainly an incredible finish. And there's a heck of a catch by Travis Kelsey. There is a flag on the play. 17 apiece, under seven minutes left to go in overtime. Patrick Mahomes uh, whining to the referee as we (laughs) see him do quite a bit. And it looks like this one may be on Kansas City. We'll see here. A big call for sure. Uh, There's no foul on the play. No foul. No. Okay. So this is a first down, and Travis Kelsey is now pointing at people. And uh, they're deep into Tennessee territory here, mm-hmm. uh, certainly within field goal range. But they want to score a touchdown and put this game to bed. Uh, they can do that with a touchdown here in overtime, as uh, that pass will get the Kansas City Chiefs into the red zone there. A great catch. By Travis Kelsey and it looks like they're going to have the ball at about the Tennessee 25 yard line or so first and 10 for Patrick Mahomes and you've still got under six and excuse me six and a half minutes left in this game call it the 22 yard line and uh, the Titans have been getting pressure as they have on Patrick Mahomes all night long defending well. But Mahomes is uh, just finding the holes right now and able to complete passes and work this ball down the field, hitting Juju Smith-Schuster, Kelsey, another completion there. And uh, if the Titans can keep him out of the end zone, we're going to have four more football. If not, you've got 47 entries in Survivor that are going to advance.
4: Yeah, that defense is worn down too, Brady. I'm trying to find a play count. I think it's, it's I got I need glasses. It's, it's 85 <laughs> well, plays. Well, you can so get your far. glasses at the break. <laughs> 85 <laughs> plays right now uh for Kansas City.
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network.
3: Fall sports are in full swing and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Friday night college football bets, and get Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game tell you what it's a whole new game here at arrowhead as well still tied at 17 apiece the chiefs went for it on fourth and one from the 13 yard line of the tennessee titans patrick mahomes hit juju smith schuster to convert on fourth and one And now they go three and out from there, facing fourth and 10 from roughly the 22-yard line or so. They will bring in Harrison Butker for a field goal attempt, and he is able to boot it through. So Kansas City takes the lead, now up 20-17, to but the game, of course, is not over. They're not able to get a touchdown and finish this. Still, just a tick over four minutes left for the Tennessee Titans to come back and either tie the ball game or score a touchdown and win it outright. Uh, basically the Tennessee Titans are going to cover this number no matter what, as far as the 14 points, the mm-hmm. 12 and a half, whenever you got it, Tennessee is going to cover the spread. It looks like the game is going to stay well under the total as well, but Circa survivor implications oh, are man. really huge here. And you also have to remember if Tennessee comes down and kicks a field goal to tie this game, ties lose in Circa survivor. That Ooh. would be 47 entries. Out the door.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this could turn into two losses for the Tennessee Titans, too, because they, they play the Denver Broncos at home next week, and Denver's off a bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and last count, 91 plays from that defense right now. Yeah. And we, we look at the offense. They've doubled up the offense. The offense has only had 44 plays in this ball game. Uh, that's inexcusable right there for Tennessee to Titans. I don't care if you do have a rookie quarterback. I mean, my goodness. Um, you have to have a better plan than that. But you're right about Survivor. Maybe you're not as nervous, uh, but you have to have a stop here. feel pretty good about the chances, though, uh, with the way that the Kansas City Chiefs have played defense against a highly, highly, highly conservative uh, Tennessee Titans offense, though. So Malik Willis, we know he's a tuck-and-run guy. You know, it takes one big play. Uh, Derrick Henry uh, running a football, too. They have to win on first down, though. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing about the second half for Tennessee. Uh, If they had a good play on first down, maybe they could start a drive and then, okay, they lose an opportunity because of early downs later on in the drive. Or if they have that critical penalty, too, on first down. You get into a first and 20 situation or, uh, you know, something difficult like that, even second and 20, that's impossible for what we've seen so far from Malik Willis and his Tennessee Titans offense.
3: I thought Chris Collinsworth made a good point on the Sunday Night Football broadcast saying because this is overtime and, and we still have some time, it's not necessarily a two-minute drill here. You still can implement Derrick Henry here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not like you're completely uh, completely fighting against the clock here. Tennessee does still have two timeouts, uh, under four minutes left to go. They do hand it to Derrick Henry. Uh, the problem is, like you said, 91 plays run on offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Their defense is fresh. Yeah, They haven't been on the field for that much all night. No. And, uh, you know, usually we say Derrick Henry, you know, wears teams out. He gets stronger as the game goes on. Not necessarily the case tonight because this Kansas City defense is pretty fresh.
4: Yeah, I mean, Tennessee took Derrick Henry out the game, too, mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago. And we're like, okay, is he hurt? What's going on with Derrick Henry? But um, no, it, Malik Willis is going to have to make plays here, and uh, looks like it's he's going to make struggle. himself a sack. Right? Yeah, there. It, it really is a struggle, you know. And um, that should do it right there. To be honest, that that's yeah. uh, that's about
3: a 15 yard loss, and now you're going to be facing third and what, 25 at least, mm-hmm. third and 28. Uh, I'd say the Chiefs backers are feeling pretty good. Cir- Circa Survivor Chiefs backers are feeling pretty yeah, good.
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, good, the guy is challenged, but uh, you can give them quicker throws. You know, there's so much other stuff that Todd Downing, the offense coordinator for Tennessee, could have got to, even with a quarterback like this. How about play uh, but... action on the very first play? Everybody <laughs> knew it was going to Henry, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but I just even on second down and medium, a quick throw to a tight end or a crossing route or a slant or something – just to get the ball out of his hands so he doesn't panic, right? Now
3: he's going all over the place now on third and 21. He's going to take another second. That, that was he, just really ugly. Because he panics. And, yeah. and
4: that's the thing. It's like, as a coordinator, is second and, I think it was second and seven or six or something like that.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah,
4: second, yeah, pr- second and seven at the most. There's a there's a three step drop, get the ball out to a tight end, to a running back, to a, a crossing route, or to a quick out, something like that, right? And okay, now it's third and two, and you got Derrick Henry. But when you do stuff like that, and you put this young man in a difficult situation, I mean, it's that's on that's coaching right there. I mean, that, that's I on the coaches yeah. in terms of okay, I don't have a lot to work with, but I can't be creative enough on second and, and long to medium. Uh, to come up with something high percentage for my quarterback. But, um, yeah, that was just poor. So we've got fourth and probably 28
3: at this point. That was third and 21, and he took another sack. So probably somewhere in the neighborhood of fourth and 28, uh, two minutes and 13 seconds left to go. Obviously, they've got to go for it here. And, uh, Mike, if this game ends on this play – uh and malik willis will throw it downfield and it was nearly picked off and dropped so that will end the game how many games today first of all that's the sixth game that has been decided by exactly three points we had the commanders and the vikings end at 20 to 17 we had the chargers and the falcons end at 20 to 17 (laughs) we had the jets and the buffalo bills end at 20 to 17 Mm -hmm. and now here we go Kansas City beats the Tennessee Titans 20 to 17 and 47 entries in Circus Survivor, the most popular pick this week. Survive Woo, by the skin <laughs> of their teeth, my man.
4: Hey, you know what? That's that's why they call it Survivor, right? Oh boy. Woo, you're celebrating tonight. I don't know if you're going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you're not kidding. Yeah. I mean, you only only eight people. We we
3: we could have lost. Uh, let's see. That would have been 55 people mm-hmm. versus eight people. Mm-hmm. It turns out it's only eight people uh, are now uh, eliminated from Circus Survivor this particular week. So uh, I believe that leaves you with, uh, what is that, um, 1, 115? Yeah, 115 yeah. people remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like your chances just got
4: all that much better, but uh, boy, does it feel good to move on. I think it didn't get any easier, uh, you know, for the people still in the contest. But uh, that's that's going to add more to the intrigue because we got a big week next week. Uh, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving as well. Uh, so uh, so much is going to be revealed in the coming weeks in terms of strategy, uh, the game theory aspect, and then also people who have played. These teams, you know, trying to survive in this thing uh, on the holiday week, uh, Thanksgiving in particular right there. So a lot more to be decided. But no, I if I'm one of those 47, I yeah, I'm not going to work tomorrow because I, I, I went through <laughs> enough uh, this weekend. All right. Let's. Uh... Talk about we've got one more game left
3: in week nine in the NFL, and of course, that is the Monday Nighter. The Baltimore Ravens will visit the New Orleans Saints. We saw Baltimore, of course, take it to Tampa Bay last Thursday. They're five and three on the season and a game ahead of the Cincinnati Bengals in the division, just a half game now after Cincinnati's win earlier today. The Saints, of course, off their best performance of the year, they shut out the Las Vegas Raiders 24 to nothing. They're three and five on the year tied with the Buccaneers for second place in the division. Now, behind the Buccaneers by a half game who won earlier today. A lot of injury news in this game for sure. You've got Rashad Bateman undergoing season-ending foot surgery for the Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews is doubtful to play in this game. For the New Orleans Saints, you have Marshawn Lattimore is out. Jarvis Landry is questionable. Also, their center, Eric McCoy, is uh, questionable. He did he was a full pra- uh, full participant in practice uh, earlier this week, so maybe he will be able to go for that off- offensive line. Uh, The Ravens are road favorites here, but the number has been bet down. They started the week as high as three-point favorites, spent most of the week as two or two-and-a-half-point favorites. But, Mike,
4: now just one-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 47. Yeah, key points here. uh, Lamar Jackson, 13-1 and 14 career starts against NFC opponents, Mm. primarily because the NFC, you don't see a quarterback like this. But then if you're the Saints, you can kind of prepare for Lamar because you have Taysom Hill. Now, did he run scout team? Did he do anything like that for a look for the defense? Um, uh, if you can find out that information, that's helpful. Uh, the Saints, if they win, they'll be in a three-way tie for first place in that division at four and five with the Bucks and the Falcons. And the Saints would be four and five as well if they win. So this game's at home on Monday night uh, in that dome. This place is hard to play in. Uh, and you're without Mark Andrews. I, I mean, I like the Ravens going into it um Lamar Jackson is a difference maker but I mean I I could see the Saints putting up a pretty good effort you know if you're looking I mean teasers are over certainly but uh I mean that that was an opportunity I believe earlier in the week that well it's still you can still get the one and a half to seven and a half
3: yeah but that's a heck of a
4: move what would you pair it up with though
3: Well, you're right. Uh, I mean, you you can still probably go into next week if you want. Yeah. But but it's certainly a good number. Right. It's a good number. If if you want to find something to use it with. I'm on the Ravens on the money line. Mm -hmm. To your point about people not being familiar with Lamar Jackson, uh, the first time teams are facing Greg Roman's offense with that type of player, it hasn't worked well. I'm a Ravens back around Monday night. That's going to do it, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Pro Football Blitz. Greg Peterson is up next, right here
0: on V6. If you dare.